amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, Freddie Wills here, back for another podcast, uh, recapping last week and talking about a bunch of big games this week to see who gets to play in their conference championship games and where we're at from a betting perspective. Going to touch on a lot of the games here. Um, on the season, we're plus 68% return on investment for college and pro football, so having a fabulous year. This past week, we uh, we lost our streak of winning weeks, uh, minus 5%, but we did profit on our play of the day with Navy plus 4, so that was nice, but uh, overall, not a profitable week in college, plus 3.5% in pro, and on the season, plus 68%. And I have a package up on the website still. Uh, you get the rest of 2021 for $175 guaranteed or the rest of the season for free. Uh, during this period of time from, you know, no, middle of November to the end of the year, over 12 seasons, I've profited nine times with an average of 42% return on investment in those nine profitable seasons. So uh, looking to continue that trend here. And since we were minus one and a half percent last week, uh, that only means more profit here moving forward. So you didn't miss any um, profitable weeks. So definitely not too late to take a uh, look at that package. Toledo, look, going back to last week, they outgained uh, minus 12 first downs in the game against Ohio. Uh, but they won 35-23 on the road and had 18 minutes of time of possession to 41. They were 1-7 for seven on third down, had 12 penalties. They held Ohio to, uh, I think, five field goals for the first three uh, quarters and delivered on a 55-yard touchdown run, an 85-yard touchdown pass. Uh, so I, I would say that the, the final score here was a bit misleading. Uh, Toledo becomes bowl eligible with the win. They face Akron this week at home for senior day. No real lean there. Ohio, on the other hand, will go on the road to face Bowling Green. Uh, they can, And they cannot become bowl eligible. Neither can Bowling Green. So really hard to say who, who would be motivated for that game. Um, so I'm going to pass... Uh, there's no official lean there. Western Michigan outgained Eastern Michigan by 63 yards, but they had two turnovers that cost them in the 21-22 loss to Eastern Michigan as they blew a 21-9 lead late in the third quarter. Eastern Michigan kicked five field goals in this game. Uh, you know They'll head out on the road to face Central Michigan, and uh, they're already bolt eligible. Western Michigan has had a disappointing season. Um, they do have six wins. They're they're playing uh, as we speak right now. Um, I would think that uh, them being a favorite at Northern Illinois, who's already in the MAC championship game, gives them an edge. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens in that game. UNLV lost to San Diego State, twenty-eight to twenty, but they outgained them by one hundred and four yards with really nothing to play for but development. UNLV has played really well of late. Very impressive. That, however, has happened at home, and now they go on the road to face Air Force as an 18-point dog. Uh, San Diego State will get into the Mountain West Championship with a win this week over Boise or a Fresno State loss. It's kind of hard to say that uh, they're going to beat Boise and 
and or Fresno State lost. Fresno is a seven and a half point favorite on Thanksgiving against San Jose State. Um, they will know before this game against Boise if they are already in or if they have to win since that game is on Thanksgiving. Uh, so, I mean, if you're going to bet it, I, th- I think I would rather n- know where San Diego State's motivation is because if you like San Diego State and <clears throat> Fresno State already lost for whatever reason, um, I don't think San Diego State's going to be very motivated for the game, and I wouldn't want to bet them. So definitely a waiting game there. Um, if all three teams win or all three teams lose, Air Force advances to the title game. Uh, if only one team wins and the other two lose, uh, the team that represents the Mountain West uh, division will be Utah State with a win and a Boise State win and an Air Force loss. Boise State will advance with a win, a Utah State win and an Air Force loss. And Air Force will advance with a win with a Boise State win and a Utah State loss. That sounds confusing, but I think Air Force is going to end up being in this game. Um, They had a wild win over Nevada on the road this past week. Uh, Definitely more dominating than their overtime victory by two points. They had a 24-10 lead late. Really were dominating the game against Nevada Friday night before Carson Strong from Nevada, the quarterback who's probably going to be um, drafted in the NFL this upcoming year. Um, willed the Nevada back in the game. I thought it was a poor um, game plan for Nevada early. They were running on first and second down. Uh, Nevada is 130th in yards per carry. I don't, I don't know why they were doing that in the game against Air Force, who, whose strength is against the run and their weaknesses against the pass. Um, either way, we were on the total in this one. Yeah, I thought we were going to, you know, obviously be in rough shape considering the game plan for Nevada. Um, and there was three turnovers in um, either Air Force's territory or Nevada's territory, depending on who had the ball, um, that should have been some type of points. Um, so, you know, going over in this game was a bit lucky, um, but not but a bit misleading that it took overtime because I, I do think that both teams were moving the ball uh, quite well in the game. Uh, Nevada goes on the road to face Colorado State in a game that, you know, is is quite meaningless. You know, I'm definitely going to dig into those games that are meaningless uh, to see if I can find any advantages or any motivation edge. Um, Colorado State just, you know, Nevada had the, the very loss against Air Force, and they are eliminated from the Mountain West. And then you got Colorado State that just came back from Hawaii. Um, I think they've lost like four games in a row. They're f- you know they're four and a half point dog here. You know, I don't know if Carson Strong is going to play or what. He you know he's an NFL prospect. He's not been a hundred percent all year. We've seen players at this point of the year just start sitting out of games. So uh, there's a lot of moving parts in this game that we just don't know about yet. Uh, so it's a pass for me. Louisville dominated Duke last week during during the week a 62 to 22 um, victory. They had 687 yards. Uh, Duke had two turnovers, but gave up 48-yard pass, passing touchdown, a 44-yard run, a 72-yard run, a 36-yard pass, and a 34-yard run. You know, this week Louisville will play Kentucky, who's tied for 17th in 20-plus-yard plays allowed, fewest plays, so they they don't really give up explosive plays. This Kentucky defense is very um, sound. They they may not be as good as years past, but um, uh, then you have Kentucky themselves, who just put up 56 points on New Mexico State the week before. Um, you know, I lean Kentucky as an underdog here this week. I hope I can get plus three. I think it's two and a half right now. 
Um, I would say the under is also a possibility considering, you know, I think that these two just scored a ton of points against uh, really bad teams. Um, and this, this game obviously means a lot. Uh, so uh, I, I would lean towards the, the under, uh, but not an official lean for the podcast. Arkansas gave a scare to Alabama. Alabama's pretty much had the game under control, though. Arkansas did cut it to six-point game with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter on a fake field goal touchdown pass. Uh, Alabama answered right back. Pretty much every time Arkansas cut it to a one-possession game, Alabama answered back. Alabama had 671 yards in this game. So if anything that was misleading was that I don't think it was as close as the final. Alabama has the Iron Bowl this week. Uh, they're already in the SEC championship game, but you know they really can't afford to slip up uh, to get into the college football playoff. I think that they have to win big, either um, even um, controlling their own destiny, destiny. I don't think they can afford to have a close loss as a 19.5-point favorite against Auburn. Uh, in back-to-back weeks, having a close loss is going to hurt them. If they have a close loss to Georgia, I think they actually don't get into the college football playoff if that happens. So I think Alabama is going to be motivated to put up some points here. And then, of course, Auburn, without their leader on offense, Bo Nix, um, hurt. I think he broke his ankle the previous week. Auburn struggled, lost on the road at South Carolina. T.J. Finley, the LSU transfer, gets the start. And I, I, he's just not a quarterback that scares me or scares Alabama. I mean, he's not accurate. He's not mobile. Uh, he's a big body. but um, So I, I think Alabama wins this one going away. Um, no official lean because it is the Iron Bowl. It is at Auburn. You've seen crazy things happen there. 19.5 points is a lot of points uh, for for. Auburn, who likes to slow the game down a bit, um, so no, no real lean there for me. Oregon uh, dominated by the Utes this past week. You know, really disappointing um, for me because you know, obviously I gave out Oregon to clients plus three and a half. Once it, you know, I, I felt like I got the best number, uh, that's for sure. But um, you know, the problem being was my uh, ticket I was holding 25-1 to 1 for Oregon to win the national championship, and now they can't get into the playoffs. So I was hoping to get an opportunity to hedge. Um, you know, each team only had six possessions. It, it just never felt like Oregon could get into a rhythm in this game. You know, I gave Oregon three and a half to clients. Like I said, uh, they really could not stop Utah on first and second down, which which set up third and shorts and uh, – you know, Utah just dominated the game on third down. They were 11 for 14. And then Oregon on offense, 0 for 2 on fourth down. You know, Oregon fell behind early and was forced out of their run-first approach, which was the advantage they had against Utah. Uh, they were only able to run it 23 times. Oregon faces Oregon State this week as a seven-point favorite with a chance to play Utah with the revenge in the Pac-12 championship. Clearly a dream-crushing, you know, loss for Oregon as you know they were in the mix for the college football playoff and now they're not however they still can win the Pac-12 championship game um and they're at home this week uh Oregon State also can get into the Pac-12 championship game with a win here in, in Washington State losing later in the day at Washington so a lot of things going on in this game motivation wise um you know I, I have to say that I would lean towards Oregon at home Oregon State is not been good on the road. Uh, Oregon State one and four on the road this year. Their only win was against USC, and I think that that was maybe the week after 
two weeks after the USC coach was fired. I'm not sure, but um, so I, I could only lean one way, although it worries me a little bit with Oregon State uh, being able to run the ball, and I guess we just saw Utah manhandle Oregon in the trenches in that game. The difference, I think, is Oregon State can't stop the run, <laughs> so and Oregon's back at home, so that would be the big difference in, in the game to me compared to Utah who Oregon State actually beat at home. Ohio State took Michigan State behind the woodshed in their game this past week, scoring on their first six possessions, pretty much locking in C.J. Stroud as the Heisman favorite. Um, I think he moved from uh, plus 150 to minus 250. Ohio State will face Michigan with a loss on the road. Um they, they could get knocked out of the college football playoff here and the Big Ten Championship. Winter here goes to the Big Ten Championship. So it's crazy to even think that Ohio State could be not in the college football playoff at this point. But the season is crazy. Um, they're only an eight-point favorite. I think that's a little light, personally. I don't see how Michigan can stop Ohio State's offense with that trio of receivers. I don't see how Michigan has the firepower to, to keep up, even at home. Uh, this is likely everyone's opinion opinion this week with Jim Harbaugh being 0-5 versus Ohio State uh you know I think that's going to be beat to hell all week you know I I I still don't care I'm you know I'm leaning towards Ohio State probably going to be a play for me um Cincinnati covered a spread for the first time in a month beating a you know fringe ranked SMU team that was let's be honest overrated now they have Houston on deck in the conference championship game and a very very dangerous game on the road against East Carolina a team that was in a major flat spot last week against Navy and still came through winning by a field goal you know it was impressive considering how well Navy played and um, Navy obviously 17 and0 on senior day when they have a crowd last year was their only loss in the last 18 years so uh, very impressive that East Carolina was able to win. Uh, Navy still covered the spread. That was our play of the day. It was a winner. Um, but East Carolina, very dangerous on Friday afternoon against Cincinnati. I lean East Carolina plus 14. Suddenly, Clemson covering games, looking like the old Clemson, winning 48-27 to over Wake Forest. They will have an excellent chance to get back to the ACC championship game with um, you know Wake being a, a four-point favorite at BC and NC State. Um, being a seven, six, now down to six point favorite against North Carolina. I mean, those aren't easy wins for either team. Um, Wake turned the ball over in this game three times, but so did Clemson. Uh, the real story was Clemson was finally able to run the ball, 333 rushing yards. Clemson plays on the road at South Carolina as an 11 and a half point favorite. Um, they will know if they are out of the ACC championship game since this is in. SEC crossover game. Uh, the game does not mean as much. Um, you know, I know it's a rivalry game, but you know, I expect South Carolina to be the more motivated team here. Um, they just knocked off Auburn at home. They also knocked Florida off at home. Um, and you know, if they can beat the rivals, Clemson, this would be quite the season for Beamer in his first year. I lean South Carolina plus eleven and a half uh, because you know I do think that either NC State or Wake Forest are going to win. They're both favored. Um, so by the time this kicks off, I think Clemson's not going to be ha have as much motivation. I think you're going to get a far worse number. Um, so you got to grab South Carolina now, plus 11.5. Baylor was once again very impressive on defense in their win on the road this week after Oklahoma, um, after the week against Oklahoma, against Kansas State this week. 
They held what had been a very balanced offense to only 263 yards. They did did it in what I thought was going to be a bit of a flat spot. Now they have a chance to get into the Big 12 championship game to face Oklahoma State and revenge their earlier season loss. The only problem is it will be up to Oklahoma State. If Oklahoma State wants to lose to Oklahoma to face them again next week, they can do so, or they can win and face Baylor. You know, knowing Mike Gundy, I say he wants to win and face Baylor. Baylor will be a 14.5-point favorite this week. And, uh, you know, I would say it's it's great that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game is played later that night so that, um, you know, they'll play the game and, and get to watch afterwards. Iowa State versus Oklahoma game was misleading. At minimum, Iowa State should have covered the spread. They outgained Oklahoma. They had plus 11 first downs, 38 time of possession. They had three turnovers, and they were 4 for 18 on third down, 5 for 7 on fourth down. Um, you know, that's that's really the difference in the game right there. Red flag, again, with Oklahoma's offense. They were 1 for 10 on third down. It does not get any easier this week against Oklahoma State, the number one third down defense in the country. Um, you know, the problem is Oklahoma State, 3.5 now, 4-point favorite, uh, something we're not used to seeing in this matchup. Eight of the last 10 matchups, Oklahoma has been favored. The two times they were not, they won outright. So, uh, no real lean here because I do think this is a different Oklahoma State team uh, that's led by defense where, you know, previous versions led by their offense. And then Oklahoma offense, I mean, their last two games um, combined, 4.43 yards per play. Put it in perspective, um, UMass ranks 120th in the nation, 4.4 yards per play. Oklahoma State actually a better defense than Baylor and Iowa State against tougher competition. So this Oklahoma State defense seems to be legit. Uh, Pitt will go on the road to face Syracuse this week after they beat Virginia to move into the ACC championship game. Yeah, this game matters zip zero. Uh, with the exception of Kenny Pickett's Heisman hopes, or if you think Pitt can somehow get into the college football playoff, um, you know they're eleven. They're a thirteen-point favorite here. Uh, I would have to lean to Syracuse, who has five wins, still fighting for a bowl game. It's a night game at the Carrier Dome. Not been an easy place to play in the past. I mean, they've upset Clemson there when Clemson was you know a national championship team. So not an easy place to play. Uh, they're, you're asking Pitt to win by double digits. They have nothing to play for. Um, at least the defense doesn't. I'm hoping to get a 14 so I can play Syracuse. Syracuse is my lean here, plus 13. UAB loses by a field goal to UTSA, but outgained them by 99 yards in the game. It's it's a dream-crushing loss for UAB, who is knocked out of the conference championship. Meanwhile, Texas San Antonio awaits the winner of Marshall and Western Kentucky. Uh, UT, UTSA will first have to go on the road to face a red-hot North Texas team that's putting up points. Uh, the spread has got, gone down from minus 13 down to 10.5 for that very reason uh, that UTSA has nothing to play for and North Texas is playing well. Uh, and then UAB will host UTEP as a 13.5 point favorite. Uh, I actually lean UTEP in that game. Florida State, well, very impressive win over Boston College on the road in what would have been you know, a, splat, uh, a flat spot, to be honest. Um, we actually gave out Florida State on the money line as a dog uh, to our clients. Uh, even though it was a flat spot, I, th I thought that 
uh, there was no flat flat spot. Florida State has been terrible in recent years. They're really trending in the right direction. Finally, it's huge for recruiting. They want to get to a bowl game. Um, now they got you know that game was sandwiched in between their win over Miami and now Florida up on deck. Um, both these teams are five and six. Florida just fired their their coach Dan Mullen. Uh, which brings up an interesting situation. You have Florida without their head coach fighting for one more win to go to a bowl against their heated rival, Florida State, who's been down for years. And Florida's a three-point favor. That kind of actually surprised me. I don't see where they could be motivated for this game. Only one way I can look, and that's Florida State plus three. That's my official lean here. Uh, My only worry is we've had teams step up every time their first game after their head coach is fired. Um... This being a rival game, um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I just think Florida just doesn't give a shit about this season. I don't really know um, if they're going to show up this week against Florida State. Kansas State, a three-point dog at Texas, who was eliminated from bowls. Kansas State also lost Skylar Thompson late in the game against Baylor. It's a very hard game to handicap for me. I I don't know if Texas is treating this as their bowl game somehow, and they'll show up, and Kansas State has, you know, I don't know if they have any motivation to play Skylar Thompson. If they're going to just save him for the bowl game, um, I think if he's healthy, he plays, but... Uh, he's, he didn't look good being carried off the field. Texas has lost six straight games, and I, you know, I just can't play, the, play them as a favorite, so I'm passing this game. Um, last game I'm going to break down, and um, arguably the most misleading game of the week last week was Washington losing to Colorado by a field goal. Uh, they held Colorado to 183 yards. They put up 426 but had four turnovers in the game. It was their first game after Jimmy Lake got fired, so we saw an uptick tick in their play. Uh, I believe at least looking at the stats, but um, you know now coming back home at four and seven, no bowl game. This is their bowl game, the Apple Cup against Washington State. Um, it might be a chance for them to actually knock Washington State out of the Pac-12 championship game if um, Oregon loses earlier in the day. Um, if Oregon loses later in the day, that this game means a whole lot more to Washington State. Um, so. I still lean Washington plus one. I think that uh, I think they end the season on a win. They've they've always been really good against Washington State. Um, they're at home, and uh, you know I think they'll get the win. So uh, that wraps up this week's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm very excited uh, to be wrapping up another great season. Lots of you know games left with the bowl games, the conference championship games, and then. Um, tons of NFL action. Uh, We're about halfway with NFL when you factor in the playoff games. So definitely excited. A lot more um, picks and profit to be had. So again, make sure you check out freddywills.com. You can log in and get access to my free picks each week. Uh, Both are hitting around 60% for college and pro over the last 100 plus. Uh, So make sure you check that out or subscribe to my premium pick newsletter right on freddywills.com. Thanks for listening. Uh, If you guys have any time, give me a thumbs up on the YouTube video or write a nice review on iTunes for this podcast. Greatly appreciate it. If you screenshot that, send it to me. I'm happy to give you guys uh, a free week of sports picks. So again, thanks again for listening and we'll talk next week. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. 
At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.